The Everyman Podcast. Everyman. 2020. 2020, Clarice. This is Everyman 2020. Happy New Year. This is the first and last. Po- yeah, think about this. This is the first and last podcast of 2019 and 2020. Uh, it's pretty incredible. It's first because it's not 2020 yet, but when you're listening to this, it will be. It will be the future. So we're in the past as well in the as well as the future. We're coming at you from the past, yeah. wishing you a happy future. That's it. I think that about sums up my thoughts and and feelings on it. So, you know, 2020, big year. This is this is kind of weird, man, because when I was a kid growing up, um, I can especially think of uh, one of one of my favorite films, Escape from L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, Escape from New York, of course. Yep. So in there, they're like in the future, 1997. You're like, holy shit, you know, because that was like 1982 or whatever when that came out. Yeah. And then you know. Um, they would, you know, 2020 sounded like one of those futuristic years when I was a kid growing up. Yeah, blows your mind. I know it blows my mind because I feel that way when I, well, I should say I felt that way when I was watching the Jetsons. You know, they're puttering around and, you know, space vehicles and yeah. going to work. And that was like the 2000s or the 2020 of our era. But, hey. I mean, we do a lot of really cool, you know, we've gotten some cool, impressive inventions like for example um i got these hulkamania socks as a christmas present and uh somehow they they weave them into all these fancy you know that's that's good enough technology for me i don't need a flying car i can get hulk hogan on socks you know what i mean well anytime you can have hulk hogan hulk hogan woven on anything i think is is uh pretty pretty fantastic but as if it were like a you know made from a some sort of space-aged loom yeah that can take a, a man's likeness and put it on footwear it's it's incredible so don't be sad don't be sad we don't have flying cars we got some pretty cool stuff here and nice. uh you know 2020 is looking looking bright so i had a pretty uh pretty eventful christmas week how was your how was your christmas week man how was your travels well tell me so tell me what happened so you know like an every man i took it um 12 hours to Chicago mm. from here. Drove it solo because I don't want my babies, you know, having to worry about that. My wife, Candace, and my baby boy, Aiden. Let me ask you a question. Um, what did you listen to uh, on that ride? You listen to audiobooks? What are you listening to? So the majority of the time, you know, we were all just kind of just talking, man, like especially going down. That's great. Just talking about everything, just talking about family, talking about some things we want to do, plans for the new year. You know, things of that nature. Um, when we did break into, you know, the melodious flights on the radio there, um, we, we, we took it old school, some Motown, man. Mm. Motown. Um, we did some old school, like, run DMC type stuff. Um, yeah, we just took it back a little bit, and that kind of got us the rest of the way, the uh, three or four hours uh, in excess that uh, it took us to get there from, you know, just finishing our discussions on the road um but now coming back was was that was that was a little bit um more i should say music heavy um did a little bit of this so there's a group called um my one of my my boys put me on killer koi um they're like a a rock group and metal band and they're actually pretty good 
you should give them a listen to Killer uh, Koi. I'll have to check that out. Killer kill Koi, like you know, like koi fish. Mm-hmm. Um, Killer Koi, they're pretty good. And then, um, dude, we went on an epic run of Coldplay. We really? used to listen to like a hundred songs, man. Like there were some songs like I hadn't even heard of, but were really really cool. Um, and I love Coldplay, so we were we we did that. Killicoy, um, and then like some old school like Crystal Waters, just like all all that type of stuff. House music, it was pretty pretty neat. Um, but yeah, another twelve hour voyage back. As far as Christmas itself, when you get older, Christmas isn't about you; it's about everyone else. My son got a, a, a ukulele. He got a gazoo. Oh. He got a um, um, a recorder, a flute. He, oh man, the he's recorder! He's really into like, yeah, he's really Dude. into like just music now, and it's just, it's just, it's really good. Um, he got some new animations because he's really into animation, um, and I think the one thing I did receive for Christmas that I'm super, super excited about, and it might not mean much to those. Those out there on the uh, the podcast uh, airways, but um, I got a new pair of house shoes, bro, mm. and they are inladen with memory foam. Oh wow! So I fucking house shoes remember my dogs, bro. I bet you you uh, could beat the memory out of the memory foam real quick. I I pray that my shoes don't get Alzheimer's. And they just fucking remember forever because they feel great right now. You're gonna have to start giving them like uh, carrots and green beans. You know, those good, those good yeah. veggies for their mental health. Some yeah, that's. I, you don't want to underestimate the power of a good slipper. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I received some as well, and it's uh, earth shaking. What did you get, man? What did you get for Christmas, man? Was well, Santa good to you? Let me tell you, Talk Santa was great. So, so um, my big gift, yeah, man. was that uh, I'm now engaged. Ooh. Yes, yes. So uh, my um, my wonderful girlfriend, former girlfriend, um, we've been together oh, for snap. yeah for you know we, we we don't really ever get too much into uh, to my personal life, but a few details here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've been together a couple years, and uh, you know we we love each other very much, and yep. uh, so it was time to you know take it to that next everyman level, and you know take it up a notch so went out got myself a beautiful uh, ring and you know let me just give it real quick you know i got to give a shout out to uh mandy at steven singer mm-hmm. do that now i know if you're if you're from the philadelphia area everybody has seen the billboards on 95 i hate steven singer all that mm-hmm. stuff and like it's genius it's a genius marketing campaign and uh, I, I knew some people that went there, and I always heard the ads. And then one day, I, you know, I'd been looking all over the place when I was on my travels. I would, you know, take looks around, and I was like, you know, when I'm when I'm ready to go, I'm gonna check there just to be sure. And Stephen mm-hmm. Singer was awesome, very elegant, very classy. I met the man himself, had nice. a great conversation with Steve Singer. He gave me a T-shirt nice. Um, nice. that says "I hate Stephen Singer." And uh, yeah, I met his dog Buddy, the the jewelry dog. Buddy, wow. uh, yeah, check out the jewelry dog on Instagram. He's he's killing it. Um, hey, buddy. Yeah, he's he's doing he's doing big things. So that was uh, that was big excitement. But moments before the actual engagement, there was kind of a 
real life apex predator situation that I witnessed. Dude. Yeah, it was kind of scary. So I'm I'm part of my plan, you know, for for the proposal was we were gonna go take this lovely romantic walk, this mm-hmm. nice park and up in the Poconos and you know, there's snow on the ground. It was it was perfect. So mm-hmm. I pull up to uh to her house and I, I give her a call and I'm like, Hey, I'm out front, you know, come on out. There you go. So she's like, Yeah, I'll be out in a sec. Just get my boots on or whatever. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. Now this is up up in the, the Pocono Mountain region. It's very yeah. it's uh it's you know, there's a couple neighbors, but it's it's in the woods. It's at the top of the mountain in the woods. Yeah, man. And uh, a lot of wildlife out there. Like they've had bears come through. They have deer come through the yard all the time. I s- I'm looking through my rear view window because I think I see her father coming up from behind me. Because the guy looked like her like her dad sort of from far away. And he gets closer. I'm still looking at this whole thing, and I realize it's not uh, it's not him. So I'm like, ah, whatever. But I'm still watching anyway because I'm just a curious. I'm a curious cat, you know. I like to see what people are up to. I'm always paying attention, keep my head yeah, on a swivel, man. you know, always watching my six. So, this gentleman goes up to his mailbox, right? As he opens the mailbox, he's about six foot, yeah, taller than me for sure, about six foot. And a fucking hawk <laughs> comes swooping down, wings spread, both talons. Open, okay. Oh, it's wingspan. Man. I exaggerate, and this—I'm not kidding. This was ten feet away max. Okay. Wow. This thing opens up, snatches the back of this guy's head. Holy shit! Dude. And th- dude, it went boom, and it tried to grab his head, just snatched its little claws, and dude, like I could see how large its talons were. From—I mean, they were like fingers, dude. It was like if like dude. if like a four-year-old was grabbing your head, but the the fingers were made of like you know razor blades. Jeez. So this thing, and it realizes real quick, like it starts like kind of whipping its wings, and I realize how big this thing is. It was wider than like its wingtip to wingtip, tip to tip, as they say in the hawk game, uh, was a was considerably wider than this grown man's shoulders. Oof. And the bird flies off just quickly. It was like a couple seconds. It just was like, pop, pop. So the bird realizes this hawk's like, oh, shit, I can't take this guy with me. But, dude, it it grabbed his hair and its head, yeah. and it tried to take him. I swear yeah. to God, this hawk <laughs> tried to take a man. And <laughs> I, awesome, I'm, like, man. sitting there in shock because, like, I, pff, what am I going to do? Well, well I, yeah, dude. You no. know, like, I'm not getting involved like, with this hawk situation. I'm staying in the car. So, like, it probably, like, you know. Smaller but denser, so I don't think it yeah, could get me off yeah. the ground, but that being said, it would definitely attempt. So I get out of the car, and you know, then by that point, she's coming down the hallway, the way, and I'm like, now, now my mind's, now think about this, I'm driving all the way up there, got this, this beautiful diamond ring, and I'm like, oh yeah, all right, here we go, time, yeah. to, time to do this. Yeah. I've got it in my pocket, because I don't want her to see it when she gets in the car. I'm thinking... One thing. Then all of a sudden, I witness a near massacre right. from a hawk yeah, dude. on a grown man. And then she's man. coming down. She's like, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, are you okay? And, and now I'm trying to like cover the box. And, and he's like, what happened? I'm like, dude, a hawk fucking tried to steal you. And he's like, <laughs> what? Where is it? And like, you know, 
And then he, and then we're talking and laughing and like, he's like, oh man, that was crazy. And I'm like, you all right? He's like, yeah, I think so. I'm fine. And you know, we went around our bay, but, and dude, for like, for a few minutes, my, my imagine my adrenaline in my mind, I was already yeah. pumped up. Now I just witnessed a near animal murder, what? murder by animal, <laughs> a, a murder, a murder, murder, animal, uh, situation. Like how, like my thing is. The talons were, were were pretty long, right? Like, Dude, I could see. I mean, they were big like, enough. Lacerated, like he had to have been cut. Brain, like what? Or was the was the adrenaline so much that he just probably didn't feel? I guarantee his brain was gouged when the when the dog on Hawk tried to take him away. Like, Bro, I'm telling you, because we got all you know. After that, then you know, I proposed. We came back to the family party. Everybody's there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Everybody's happy. We're drinking. We're having fun. We're having a great time. Blessed and highly favored. You know, and they have a small dog there, a little, uh, little, little puppy man, and like oh, he's yeah. like a little six pound pomeranian, and uh, so we told them like, hey, keep an eye out for you know this bird almost took a man, took a man's <laughs> life, um, right. it could definitely get the dog. So oh. now they're on Hyler because a, a bird that's that's not uncommon up there. Like people lose animals all the time because of yeah. predatory beasts of, prey, of the sky. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guarantee I didn't get a chance to follow up with the with the victim. However, I I'm willing to bet that uh, he was feeling that for a couple of days, dude. That's fucked up. Yeah, man, you know, that's you did. crazy. Because it was coming in like velocity, dude. Well, you got to think, man. These these the, like we're in their environment, right? So like, oh, especially up there. It's like, hey, look, there's there's man. Let me leave him the fuck alone. They're like, oh no, there's food. I wonder if I can fucking pluck him off the ground. Like, yeah. they don't like they don't think like. He was looking for Christmas dinner. Yeah, he's like, dude. mm." And you know from up there, he's probably sizing him up. Man, if I swoop down with enough speed, I can fucking pull this guy's. Yeah. You know know what I mean? Like, that's how they they look at it. And then I was thinking, like, you know, he kind of had, like, shaggy-ish hair that was, like, gray. And, you know, I was like, maybe he thought it was a squirrel on a post or or something. But then, like, they say, but then they say, like, a hawk can see, like, a mouse. You know, from oh, yeah. fucking six miles away inside yeah. your ass, like it's well, they dude, yeah. they they could they can see like fish and shit in the ocean in the water, like twenty feet below it or some shit. It's crazy. It's nuts. And they're like already in the fucking sky. So but they like, can't see those windmills. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Funny how that is. But yeah, so you know, uh, the the hawk incident almost derailed you know my mental state for the proposal. The proposal went off flawlessly anyway. Um, we had a lovely, lovely Christmas break and, um, yeah. So, and, and, you know, my, my now fiance is who got me these wonderful Hulk Hogan socks that, uh, are such a piece of technology that, uh, you know, blows my mind. I'm going to have to reach out and find out how those are made. If anybody has any ideas on how they make these socks. So, uh, mm-hmm. so precise, let me know. Watch it. Something stupid. Like they just actually stick them through a printer. <laughs> I, we print we print those. Yeah, those they are like those are just minutes. yeah. It's just a print job, idiot. <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. So, <clears throat> watched uh, my new Christmas tradition. Um, you know, we were talking about Santa Slay on the podcast. We we did end up watching Santa Slay on Christmas night, which mm-hmm. is the perfect um, hour and eight minutes for you to. Uh, you guys can actually find that on YouTube. Uh, if you just type in Santa Slay, it's uh, freely available, and just watch the first. Three and a half minutes, and if you're not sold, uh, you know, my apologies. 
So, I mean, so, so what did you think about it? You, oh, it was you, fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's, uh, Goldberg is uh, Satan Santa, basically, and Satan is Santa, and he comes to Earth, and he's like a biker, and he uh, just shreds people. That's that's it. You know, it's great. Chris yeah. Kattan's in it, you know, uh, the nanny. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Fran uh, Drescher. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. wonderful, plays a wonderful character. So uh, it's really everything you want out of a out of a Christmas uh, film. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed Love that. It. So we, we had a great we had a great Christmas. Um, the Hawk was devastating. My 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 thoughts are with uh, with that gentleman. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, just getting ready for you know, like I said, getting ready for the future, getting ready for twenty twenty. We're going to Disneyland in a few weeks. We're gonna go to Star Wars Land. Nice. Um, I'm very excited for for that. You know, going to Nam. Obviously, we've been talking about that. I'm gonna meet up with some mm-hmm. cool guys, do some yep. cool interviews. Um, yep. You know, starting off uh, 2020 with a real bang. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think. I think what we have to do, and I, maybe, maybe we should just kind of let everybody know that you know there is an abundance of power when positive things are happening in your life. And I know it's tough and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to sidetrack sidetrack here for a little bit just because I feel like we need to say something. There's some awesome things that God is doing in our lives on this podcast. Like, you know, this whole thing started from a thought and a conversation we were having, you know, in the man cave at, at, at your home, you know what I mean? And nearly a year later and, you know, a plethora of guests on the show who we're all super thankful for. Um, and we're experiencing some, some pretty unbelievable success. Um, but when you're experiencing that success, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to just lose the fact that, you know, one, we're super blessed and two, that like that positive wave was generated from us wanting to just be positive and to get people on here to share that positivity to kind of promote something that I think the world needs more of, you know what I mean? Um, which is fellowship and, um, you know, integrity and just honestly, just being good to your fellow man, which is why we every man up on this thing all the time. So I just want to take a sidetrack there, let everybody know that when positive things come your way, be thankful for them. It's 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 a it's it's a super blessing, but also you're 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 right on the path that you're supposed to be on, and just kind of perpetuate that positivity to other people, so you can con- continue to stay on that on that ride, man. Ride the wave, man. And I couldn't ride have said wave. it any better, man. And you know, I think I really. Uh... I agree that, you know, what, what I think would help is like this, this idea of positivity, you know, for, for whatever situation that you might find yourself in. And, um, like you said, man, the proof is, has been in the pudding, you know, and every, every week getting together and doing this and spending this time has been, has been awesome for me. It's been, uh, you know, it's been everything. It's been everything from therapy to stress reliever to, uh, you know, comic relief to, you know, educational and, you know, sometimes spiritual and it's, um, we're, we're just, we're just getting started, you know? And, uh, just when I think about some of the relationships that have been created between, you know, um, myself and you and some of our guests, 
on the show, you know, somebody reached out to us the other day and, you know, we're, I mean, we're, we're going to be able to share some really great things from great people that have good intentions for, for everyone, for us, for, for, for you, the listeners, for, for your friends, for your family. And, um, it's really cool to be in that position, you know, like to be, to be oh, trusted, yeah. to, to help get, uh, get something good out there, you know, from, from yeah. people that are respected and are working hard. So really looking forward to what that's going to bring for us. And of course, you know, we're going to be getting, getting back to, uh, Philadelphia union. We're going to be going to some games or some matches rather mm-hmm. covering the games down there and, and hanging out with the, with the union crowd. And it's a, uh, it's going to be good, man. It's Hell all good. Yeah. All good things come to those who I'm going to freestyle here to who do good things mm-hmm. and uh, are good people. Yeah. That's it, man. And they also drink a lot of Mountain Dew. If you combine all those things. <laughs> I'm glad you. Oh, we all forgot. You got to have the Mountain Dew, man. Yeah. How many dews you think you put down over Christmas break? Rough estimate. Oh, man. Might be easier to go by the case. Not all at one time, but. Of course not. Maybe twenty. That's not bad, man. Maybe, That's conservative. Maybe, maybe twenty sixteen plus ounce bottles. Because yeah. that could be that could be a you know a good D and D campaign on a Friday night too. You know. Well, I mean the the record for a good D and D campaign, um, as you well know, is right around that sixteen to twenty range. So yeah, that's healthy. Um, that's a that's a that's a four to six hour sortie of Mountain Dew bliss. So. They say at twenty you you become more dew than anything else like there's no there's more well, doing you than the the crazy thing is is you can look this up like online you can find out literally how many mountain dews per weight ratio you could drink before you'd actually die and i think my number is somewhere around 200 in the city yeah, yeah you're, you've got plenty of room to, so uh, I, I i i got nowhere near my it's good we got the cdc <laughs> to figure things out like that for us you know yeah so and then, then trust me, don't worry, I won't get anywhere near 200 in a day. So, yeah. Don't if, it, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't know that you can't smoke a thousand cigarettes at one time yeah. and, uh, you know, eat a, eat 100, 150 bananas an hour for 24 hours. Like, at pretty much any any substance, if you, do too, if you have too well, much, it's, it's going to kill you. So here's the fantastic thing about that is the only way they know this is that somebody thought that, this, that, I, that I'm going to do that. Hey, let me just go ahead and see if I can smoke as many cigarettes as possible before I fucking pass out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thousands of the number. They, Dude, they, um, I mean, they had to do that with energy drinks because there was uh, several young teenagers, you know, boys and girls that, you know, drank like 14 energy drinks and had an un known heart problem and then yeah. died you know from yeah. caffeine overdose so like absolutely they have to tell you like they've had to explain to people like oh yeah listen you shouldn't have more than eight in four hours yeah i think red yeah. bull actually tells you like do not consume more than three in Whoa. four hours it's like yeah, okay i think monster had like a situation like that like four or five years ago where there was a guy who was a truck driver and he used to like drink like six of them a day and then he found out like he was he was having some some disorder because of it and his insides like, had crystallized <laughs> you know and he was like well no i mean i've been that i shouldn't that should be having uh, sugar free like, you know 
no, it's like, dude, you're about to fucking die. Like, you should stop that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, obviously so we're not we're not medical get from point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> we are not medical professionals, uh, so we do not advise or you know promote either drinking a thousand dues or not. Yeah. You know, that's up that's up to you. Yeah, I I just want to say just have a little bit of decorum and some common sense when you're doing it. So if you have some heart heart palpitations after a couple, you might want to just (laughs) hold back on that. Yeah, you might want to just stop at eight. If you can feel your pulse in your neck without touching it, that's a problem. Yeah, keep track because that's your limit. Um, No, that's good. That's good stuff. That's good. People need to hear that, especially around the holidays. You know, they get wild with the dues. eggnog yeah being up late so i understand you had an opportunity to see star wars um i uh i haven't i haven't seen it yet but i've read uh you know plenty about it uh spoke to trusted sources who have seen it i I will be seeing it i've just been a busy busy young boy with all Mm -hmm. the you know the engagement everybody wants to see you give you hugs and yeah you know all that stuff family parties so i haven't had a chance to but it's definitely on my list so what did you think of it? And, and 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 by the way, if you haven't seen it and you are at this point you want to just fast forward, you know, the next yeah, couple minutes because we're going to talk about it. I'm, I, we're going to talk about it. I, I'll I'll try not to spoil anything, but you know, from one Star Wars fan to the billion that are in the world, this was not uh, their best outing. Um, and you know, the re- here's the thing. If you come away from a cinematic experience, a Star Wars cinematic experience, and the underlying result, or I should say the underlying, um, um, your takeaway is it's good, like loosely good, not great, nowhere near great, but just like, hey, and I, and I, and I, we've shared, I've shared this with you, brother Jay, it's, I would equate it to, Watching a gymnast on the balance beam do a solid routine, a solid routine. And then when they get to the edge, they round that bitch out. They stick the landing. They just stuck the landing with Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker. That's all they did. There was nothing epic about it. There was nothing transcendent, which is a shame, but it just wasn't. Um, and there were some things that were fucking annoying. Like, I'm not going to lie. There were some things that are pretty annoying in this film. And, um, you know, like I said, without going into great detail about it, you'll know as soon as you see it because they put it right in your face as soon as that bitch turns on. So, yeah. In regards to that item there, I, I think I know what you're talking about there. I read when I read that, um, I literally rolled my eyes at my, I looked up in the sky and I rolled my eyes and I made a noise. And 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 when I told my, my buddy who saw, he's like, dude, I did the same thing in the theater. So I feel like (laughs) that, uh, that's probably, you know, word rose. and it's like, like you said, it's, it's, they, she just, they stuck the landing. She didn't shit her pants. Didn't do a, didn't cry and smile. Just landed it. They just did it. Another thing too, which, wasn't nearly as here's the thing too if you go into this and i want to i want to spare some people some heartache right now do not 
go into this movie thinking, oh man, this is going to be the greatest cinematic experience known to mankind. They're going to they're going to write all the wrongs from any other piece of shit that they put together and commercialize for us. No, it's it's just going to be amazing. No, go into this thing expecting nothing. <laughs> and just be a fucking fan. Just be a fan. If you just go and just be a fan and you just want to be amazed by this fan shit, you will be serviced in this film. You will be serviced. But if you go in like trying to, you know, micromanage and and just think at a microscopic level on everything that happens and well this is wrong and this isn't canon and this doesn't work and why what the fuck is he doing there like if you do that it's gonna be the worst Star Wars experience of your life and you're probably gonna want your money back go in open minded smooth mile and layer around your brain like a newborn baby fan you'll have a decent experience you'll come away like I did they stuck the landing but nothing more, nothing further, and that's it. And also, another thing I'm going to tell you, for you guys who don't want to hear this, fucking fast forward, don't waste your time at the end of the movie. That's all I'm going to say. Don't just leave. Yeah, just leave when yeah. it's over, because it's over. Fucking leave. Just do that. That's it. I See, dude, you know, we were talking about this before, and I feel like... Star Wars specifically was something that was like inspired. Not only did it inspire just the create the creativity and just the thoughtful minds of a young generation when it came out, but like then those generations, kids like me, like yeah, we were like, oh my god, this is still amazing. And then they came out with the re-releases in the nineties, shined it up a little bit, added a few little things, and it and made. It, it gave it new legs and made it even bigger. And then like, you know, you have all the action figures and the toys and this and that. And it's like, I feel like the kind of the, and I, I don't even want to use the term anymore. Cause I feel like it's been fucking stolen is mm-hmm. like the nerd quote unquote, uh, built this legacy yeah, and kept it alive when, yeah. when they were, doing nothing with it and when they were putting out stuff that like in hindsight you know george lucas said something along the lines like why would i make another star wars movie like i spend all this time doing i really care about this and then everybody's gonna hate it and Mm -hmm. he was fucking right Mm -hmm. there's no satisfying everyone nope he tried to with the the prequels couldn't make Mm -hmm. everybody happy i'll tell you what I'd fucking take those prequels. Most of I've taken most of those prequels over what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know you can't keep everybody happy, but yeah. you can't build something into a gajillion dollar empire and then piss in the open eyes and mouths of the fans that propped it up when it was nothing. You know yeah, the man. idiots like myself that were waiting in line. The idiots like myself. I actually went. To the Phantom Menace 3D release that came out in 2013, it was mm-hmm. they were going to redo all the movies in 3D, yep. and then it bombed. Nobody like, yep. dude, you know how off like it's not easy going and sitting through that pod racing scene, another 40 yeah. minutes of pod racing. Again, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. an idiot. I did it. Yeah. Shout out to Momo, he did it as well. That's yeah. But my point is, like, they do that. We got it there. We got it to like the one yard line. Yeah, man. And it's like yeah. not giving it to beast mode at the one yard line. It's like, well, what, do, 
just let one of us write the story. We'll right. We got it. We know where right. this should end. We we want to see these things happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's I the think harm you in doing it on that? The head. You hit it on the head, brother Jay. Why create more? Why expand the universe if you're not going to do it justice, right? It's just like in fucking football, right? The more space you have, the more you have to cover. If you're fine on your fucking island over here locking shit down, stay on your fucking island. Don't go changing the playbook so you have more fucking room for me to cover shit trying to change things. Stay right here. This shit's working. Stay in that lane. But no. It's commercialization. They're going to they're gonna expand the lanes. They're going to put extra roads on the highway because they know fuckers like us, nerds, true nerds, are going to go watch it and pay the hard-earned dollars to do it and then be pissed afterwards. Because we and feel obligated. Care. Because we feel yeah. obligated. Because yeah. when yeah. we were young, when we were young, lonely nerds, these were the things that connected us to what we felt like. Same thing with metal music. Dude, it's like when I, see, when I see any young kid wearing camo cargo shirts, shorts, and a black band t-shirt. I, I nodded that. I, cause that's me, dude. dude you know what dude, I mean? I like that's die, the brotherhood. I my fucking mind, bro. That's the if brotherhood. I see MC hammer pants. I lose my fucking mind because I remember wearing those. Dude, how big were, were those fucking amazing. hammer pants for you, man? Those must've been great. You must've looked, you must've looked like a brick wall with those well, pants I on. A, I had a fucking high top fade, man. I was Bobby Brown and everywhere I fucking went. I had the part in my head, bro. That was when I had hair. Jesus, Wait, man, you were I cool. It's crazy. I wish it's I nuts. get that. I'd get that guy on a t-shirt. J nine hundred sneakers, man. I mean, I know Yeezys are in there, yeah. but back then for like the you yeah, the pumps. Get the pumps. Oh, pumps, man! I had the I had the diamond pumps. You yeah, man, the, the 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 with um uh grandmama. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The diamond pumps. You press those bitches. I almost blew those bitches out, man. It's just it's so good, man. I still don't know what the pump gives you, but it definitely gives you some oh, extra juice. Just peace of mind. That's all it does. It makes you feel like because I remember getting the pumps thinking like, oh, man, you pump these things. That's how you go to dunk now. You don't you don't dunk because of it. But it gives you the feeling that maybe you could. Maybe That's you good could. enough for me, man. I, I could I could just. Yeah. Yeah. Start wearing pumps to work just so I feel like I can dunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Feel like just Mike. like tie dye man. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't so much the, the just the, the the spray spray of multifaceted colors on the shirt. It was the fact that when you wore it, you felt empowered to possibly give someone who annoyed you a seizure just yeah. by looking at it. If you moved fast enough with it, the light, the fight was fighting just by wearing. If you stand behind a big fan, it would definitely create a strobe like effect. Yeah, okay. I mean, so my my point is like, dude, I feel like. You know, they took something that was built by weirdos and then they corporatized it. And I'm not like a punk rock guy by any means. I use a lot. I'm a, you know, I got an Apple iPhone. I got, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking company guy, you know. Yeah. Not one of these uh, hippy dippy punk rock kids. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I'm going to be going to Disneyland. So I, I, got yeah. no, I got no beef with them. It's just like, Priorities. it's just like if you're going to fuck me just why don't you take my money and give me what i want you know yeah or at least lube me up first bro right right, right. exactly just a little bit you don't okay. have to raw dog me just, just and you know over fuck just and the, the worst size. part is dude doing it over five years gi- just giving it to you yeah, bro. a little bit at a time and not and then th- convincing you that it it'll be better next time and no it's not that's what the last. That's what's been like from 2015 to now. Yep. 
So thank you for that, Disney. And I will see you at Disneyland. So obviously, I haven't learned anything. Well, I mean, hey, dude, I got Disney Plus. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm, I'm I'm a slave to Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. Yo, I'm Baby Yoda, like, you know. But I'm a big fan. That show is that show is quite good. I thought they ended it uh, interestingly. Um, I'm kind of thinking they maybe didn't know what they were doing with it, and that's why some of the shows. Um, I mean, why else would there be? Why would that? Why else would they not have a release schedule? Yeah. And then, like, further, if you think about it, dude, the way, like, those episodes go, and I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, you don't see the guy. No. You could you could film whatever and then change the dialogue in post anytime from any studio and then just recut it to show it to make it a different thing. I mean, people do that all the time with like yep. with with movie trailers, like they recut like recut the shining to make it seem like a romantic comedy. And like it's if you can edit and you've got the right sound and everything, like you can make anything happen. So it makes right. me kind of wonder like are they is this like a new experiment with with big TV shows where it's kind of like they adapt to what how people's response is kind of like a choose your own story kind of thing, you know what I mean? Right, right. Choose your own path. Like Netflix did that with the with the Black Mirror, but this is like uh, I don't know. It just do you know? Do you think I'm just uh, crazy there? Or? No, no. There was there was there was an abrupt uh, and not too fluent or congruent way that they ended the Mandalorian, but because I believe it was well produced leading up into those last couple episodes it kind of got got away with it for the first time through you're like ah okay well yeah like I mean, i'll definitely watch the second season but you know what they I mean? need to have like a cohesive yeah, they really story it up. like they really got to tighten it up like it was i agree with you like they kind of didn't know what they were doing and they just had to wrap it up and so they just did like i don't like it set up a story really spoil shit, the interesting like, thing really. is it's it definitely sets up a cl- like there, yeah. I would say there's no discernible plot to the Mandalorian season one until like episode six. Like it's just yeah. a bunch of like one-off right. things. But even after episode, it's sort of like, are connected. Like seven and eight like seemed a bit aloof. Like it was like, all right, shit. Episode six. That's what I mean. The, the whole assassin thing, and they're going down the mountain, and then they're fucking. And you start to realize, you know, the yep. implications of Baby Yoda and how really important he is, and then, you know, what I'm saying like. It, but then, like seven and eight, we're kind of like, eh, where are we going? Okay, well, you wrapped it up. So, yeah. You know? But now it seems like you know, like I said, there's a clear, you know, plan for what's going to happen next. But either way, I'm into it. Although I've run out of things to, I'm really into on Disney Plus because I don't, you know, I'm not really with yeah, with I mean, child. I'm only, so yeah, I'm really bumming it for uh, for uh, the the nostalgia and all the old Disney great that you can watch at the drop of a hat and it's all HD and then uh, Baby Yoda and now the Baby Yoda is gone. That's what I mean. It's like I might not keep it. Uh, like, you know. In, uh, we'll see. We'll see D, D plus. We'll see what happens with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what I think about uh, Star Wars. Going to go see it. Love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I will always love the classic trilogy. Yeah. And it's like it's those are the ones for me. Yeah. It's kind of like Kiss fans, man. There's some Kiss fans that are like, hey, once they fucking took off that makeup, even though they put it back on, that was it. You well, know? I'll tell you what, it's like, 
it, nothing is, it's, we say this, it's so cliche, nothing is ever as good as the originals when they're good. There, there's nothing. G.I. Joe, it's awesome, right? They come out in like the late 90s, late 90s, early 2000s with G.I. Joe Extreme. What the fuck is that? Everybody looks like they're on roids and they don't make sense. Um, Serpentor is in like, you know, a tank. Half of his lower body is a tank. I don't get that either. But like I was saying, nothing is as good as the originals. Original G.I. Joe, PSAs, awesome. Dude, you know, those were great. Original Thundercats. Thundercats, original. That's awesome. Not the new anime version of Thundercats. I mean, that's they, okay. They, it's, I mean, it's not the worst. It's not Yeah. It's not the worst, but I agree with you. Like, they just get greedy, man. It, the thing is, is like, the people that, I think, and I don't know, maybe I could be wrong here, but I think the people that kind of create that kind of stuff, that really creative shit that you've never yeah. seen before, they're not necessarily people that are like highly motivated all the time. So they'll yeah. make one thing and then they get their money and they're like, oh, I'll just, you know, whatever. And then right. they're like, Hollywood's constantly trying to refill the pot and they're like, well, mm, let's just take this idea and give it to somebody else. But yeah. they give it to somebody else who who doesn't, doesn't fucking get it. Well, he doesn't care. Right, like, or they don't it's, care. It's, 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 yes, it's, 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 it's just a check. It's a, it's a new expressive way for me to get more fucking money and then put something else out that's just content. I think there's a lot of stuff is going on. You hit it all the time on the head with it's, it's social media, man. It, 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 it's really warping the way we see the good in the things that were once the, – in the things that, that once were. You know what I mean? Okay, well, now we need more content. How about we just, you know, reinvent the wheel? Well, no, man. Dude, if it wasn't broken, don't fu- fucking try to fix it, man. Like, don't do that. And then you do it, and then it serves its purpose as far as being released as content. But then us, like I say, like we were just talking about earlier, as nerds who who really valued and cared about the stuff that we watched way back when, when it was awesome and unique, and and then we like we're just like, dude, because of loyalty, we're gonna watch it. But at the same time, we, we hate ourselves for doing so because somebody just trashed our first love, man. It's like stop, but they won't. Right, it's like paying paying someone to piss on you, yeah, in That's a it, dark man. room with strangers, and you're not gonna have your hazmat suit on. Mm-mm. To block any of it. It's just no. going to trickle down all over your face. It's not good. That's not lemonade. It's, uh... <laughs> we're talking a lot about piss play in this, uh... Yeah, in this episode. No, it's good there's stuff. A of, there's a lot of urination stuff going on here. Anyway. Yeah. What are you going to do? But yeah. Hey, so... You know, new year, new new slogan. What are you going to do? Yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, so... Hopefully... Everyone has had a safe and happy new year. You enjoyed your Ryan Seacrest. Um, I will be. I love that stuff. As, as disconnected, bro, as I am from a lot of this pop culture stuff that goes on. Yeah. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, like, I don't know who these pop acts are. Okay? Like, I, I yeah. see the headlines. I just ignore because I know it's not for me. Yeah. Most of the time. Uh, not to sound like some old uh, curmudgeon or anything, but... I don't even know who these fucking people are and it's it's some so cringy and then they show the people that are in the you know in the thick of it and 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 <laughs> listen if you're listening to this and you're one of the people who was out there god bless you however mm-hmm. i'm concerned for you and that seems like something a crazy person would do yep that and going to see cats in theaters um i think Whoa. if i think if you went and saw cats in theaters unironically like like not to be like, oh, I got to see how bad this is. Like, yeah. if you genuinely went 
being like, okay, we're going to see cats, 8.30, see you there. Right. You should be put on a list so that later, if you ever do anything wrong, they can check and they can say, well, did this person go see cats? And then they look and they go, <laughs> they go, yeah. And that's the tiebreaker. Yeah. That's how that's you know it. that you have bad judgment. That's it. That's, that's it right there. I think that's he something that, that could unify America. The idea, yeah. that, the list idea with uh, cats. But um, yeah, Power I mean, those decisions. people, I feel like people that go see cats are the same people that go and stand there and pee in diapers. Yeah. I had to get one more in. One more for good measure. Yeah. It's the power of your decisions, man. It's yeah. the power of your decisions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so like I said, uh, more power to you if you're one of those fine folks. Um, Daryl and I will be nestled warmly somewhere. Not together. That sounded, kind of sounded like we were going to be <laughs> nestled together. We're going to be nestled. In one one of those XXXL blankets. sleeping bag. Me and Brother Jay. Yeah, we're going oh to we're we're zip three sleeping bags together. <laughs> Do kids even fucking have sleeping bags anymore? Oh man, I don't know. Like, if you've got a backyard and a sleeping bag, and you just you're just not feeling comfortable in your own bed. And I, I knew I had a couple of friends when I was younger that used to just sleep outside in their backyard, and it was it's was pretty peculiar thing. But they had sleeping bags back then. I don't know if that still happens now. I don't know if kids just like want to go. Do you do do kids even have like? Playhouses anymore? Do they still That's what I mean. I don't know, man. I don't know what that. I better figure it out. But uh, I don't know what these kids are doing. Uh, don't, I don't know about the playhouse thing. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. see. I don't know. I see the outdoor ones, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, Build a fort, get some sleeping bags. You know. Oh man, just sugar up, do the whole bit. Yeah. That's what I'm doing on crisp New Year's Eve. Yeah, do that. Go out in the back, man. Go out the back and just try and get myself some sleeping oh, bags and bundle watch up. Watch out for those fucking monstrous raccoons out there. Dog. <laughs> Bitch pressing. I'll have, to, I'll have to set up some Home Alone traps, uh, you know, some like trip wires and shit around the, around the campsite to keep, the, the, keep those the raccoons away. Whoa. Yeah, you don't want to fuck with them. So, yeah, uh, you know, as they, as they say, Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New welcome Year. to the future. Welcome to the future from the past and uh we love you and we'll talk to you soon later